I, it's uh, very humbling to stand here to be able to um, introduce this amazing uh, initiative to the community, um, as well to introduce Rabbi Dr. Yosef Bronstein to the community as the uh, head of the Machon. Um, I'll try briefly to capture the uh, energy that's behind this initiative and uh, pass it to the rabbis to more eloquently describe what the plan is and what we're trying to accomplish. But um, I'd say there's a, a few uh, spheres that drive uh, the energy behind the feeling for the need to start something like this and to um, and to see it as Rat Hashem succeed. Amen. And um, I'd say first and foremost, it comes to our community in terms of uh, the desire to see a Kol Torah, which already exists in a very strong way, but to strengthen that Kol Torah in a way that we can't even imagine. The idea of six Avrechim living here and learning here and uh, full time, as you'll hear about, I don't think we can uh, prepare for what that's going to mean for us and for our kids in particular. And just the energy of Efrat and the Zayit and our community, our corner of the Zayit in particular, I think uh, it's very exciting to think about what, what, that will, what, that could lead, what that will lead to. And uh, beyond that, if we think about the Klal in Eretz Yisrael, that we're calling this Kol El Amachon, because I think we felt like calling it a Kol El, it would seem that it's just like any other Kol El, which it's very much not, which you'll hear about, as the, the goal of this kolel, this machon, is to train the next generation of spiritual leaders to go beyond um, Efrat and to um, lead Kihilot of their own, uh, particularly for the Oleh community, the Anglo-Oleh community. I think one of the, the um, incredible things we've benefited from is not just who Rav Shlomo is, but also that Rav Shlomo is present and he's here, which is very unique if you look at uh, the communities of, of Israel. In particular, that Rav Shlomo understands the language of connecting with people's souls on a soul level. And uh, we don't just have a rabbi to answer milk and me questions or to guide us through uh, uh, you know, life, death, life, good, death, not, not good, <laughs> death situations, but a rabbi and a marat asra who can be a, help us discover more about ourselves and our neshamas. And that's a model that's unique to the world, not just to Israel. And um, we have not looked to clone Rav Shlomo in any stretch of the imagination. If you, anybody who knows Rabbi Bronstein understands that Rabbi Bronstein is not a clone of Rav Shlomo. <laughs> almost, but, uh, almost. Pretty <laughs> the energies of the, the two rabbis that are leading this initiative is an energy of Torah Eretz Yisrael. And there has yet to be an institute of this kind training rabbis to go out to English-speaking communities of Israel to speak the language of Torah Eretz Yisrael. And um, it's very exciting to think about what will come, particularly for those of us, I have, Baruch Hashem, a wide range of kids, but I have, my Bechor is 20 and my baby is one. But if you think about the generation that's about to leave Ephrat and to understand where they're heading in terms of communities and the like, 
I almost feel like it's a responsibility of ours to help prepare the way for our kids to have a place and have kihilot that they'll somewhat recognize in terms of the uniqueness of what we have. My eight-year-old saw a family um, from the Dagan walking uh, out of Shul a few months ago, and she asked me, but they live so far away, why are they coming here? <laughs> I said, no, we have something really special. She doesn't even understand that because all she knows is <laughs> what we have in our, in our Shul. But um, our older kids know that, and I, don't, I mean, for me to think about uh, a responsibility that I have as a parent is to at least understand that uh, I can pass them off into a system that I think that they can uh, flourish in. And so, but our, then again, we have our younger kids who to be in an environment um, that sees a priority of Torah and hears the cult of Torah consistently, um, that is something that, again, I think we're extremely excited about. So I'm going to pass it to Rav Shlomo to talk some more about um, what this initiative is and to Rav Yosef. And I think we'll open it up to Q&A. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you so much, Mishpacha Jerusalem. This is such a, a, a warm feeling, a loving feeling. This is very, very special. And thank you guys. I'll be dying in this house, Bezrat Hashem, for many more years. This is, this is a Shekhyanu moment. This is a, this is a big moment. This is a very, very special moment. Personally, it's a very, very special moment. I think for our Kehila, and when I say Kehila, I don't just mean Shirat David. I mean the greater Kehila Vifrat, the greater Kehila Vizayit for sure, and the greater Kehila Vifrat. This is something that, that my Shutaf and I, my, that Toby and I have been, have been dancing around for, for, with for a few solid years. And now the Baruch Hashem, the building is, is where it's at, and the Kehila is where it's at. We felt it was the right time. And we didn't know exactly what that meant, even though we know it's the right time and there's a ratzon, there are a lot of pieces, had to, had to pay, put a lot of pieces into place. And uh, only about six months ago, maybe even less, about six months ago, when we sat by uh, Dodenu, the, the uncle and great uncle of 20% of our Kehillah, Rabbi David Miller, and uh, we, were, we were discussing kind of the, just the beginning of what we're trying to do, and, and you'll hear it again and again, Torah Eretz Yisrael, here, here, putting the investing here, and the Torah of here. Uh, did, did Rav Miller make the shidduch with, with someone who, as I just texted someone a few minutes ago, Matzano Miktas, 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 don't worry, Miktas Shvacha, Matzano Gadol Yisrael, the Matzati Yedid Nefesh. We found the shidduch was made with, with Rabbi Yosef, with Rabbi Bronstein. And from there, it's been this dance of a chibur of olamot, of a connection of worlds. Something, like Toby said, um, we're, we're, very much, uh, we're very much alike in many, many ways of thinking about Am Yisrael. And Baruch Hashem, we're also very, very different. The Bach, the Avrechim, once we put out word, the Avrechim that we found for this machon, for the beginning, for the initial, we only had, we, we set it at six, six, six places, six spots, the chavana, to keep it very directed and focused, especially in its first year. Uh, it couldn't be a more amazing balance of an eclectic group of people as well, which you'll, if you have the, the, the pages in front of you, you'll see. 
many people applied once word came out, and we went through a very long process of interviewing and to really see who is able to, Baruch Hashem, learn at a very high level, to learn Be'iyun, and I'll speak about that in a second, what the program is going to be looking like, who gets both the side of learning on a very high level, and who really gets the inyan of understanding what Zimrat Haaretz is all about. And that's really the only thing I really wanted to share, just on an idea level. I had called Rav Weinberger a few months ago when we were discussing this and talking to him about this. Bifrat had been talking to him about this for many, many years. But specifically speaking about what our Nekuda really is all about, and like Toby had mentioned, we want to set up shop in Eretz Yisrael. I was part of a program, a beautiful program, for four years at Yeshivat HaMiftar. And you mentioned Amiel before. Most of the guys were working through Amiel. The guys that then eventually got smicha were sent out to do wonderful shlichus in the world. But we, we feel very strongly, we want to conquer Eretz Yisrael with Pnimius, with Ruchnius, with, with that loving, homey family feeling that we, Baruch Hashem, are privileged to take part of in Shirat David. It shouldn't be that it's so unique. It should be, Bezrat Hashem, we feel this should be a Besorah for, for the whole country. One day, Bezrat Hashem. I asked him to daven for, to ask, I asked the Eitzah for a name for this machon. And the next morning, I was somewhere and I saw, it was 11 a.m. and I see, I see on my phone, uh, under his Rebbe, I have it in my name, and it says typing. It's 4 a.m., what is he typing? He wrote to me, Kach bali b'chalom, beis medrash gavua zimrat ha'aretz. That's like mic dropped, you know, you know, like that, said there, and that was exactly, exactly it. Now everyone refers, usually we think zimrat ha'aretz is the nigun of Eretz Yisrael, which of course it is. But when you look at Rashi, when it speaks about Kuchum Zimra Sa'aretz, it's not referring to Nigunin. <laughs> Rashi explains to us that when, Yosef had, when, when the brothers were sent by Yaakov Avinu, he says, Kuchum Zimra Sa'aretz, it's referring there to spices. It's referring there to something that's kashurit more to Chush HaReach. Bring the Reach of Eretz Yisrael with you. We believe very, very strongly that we are privileged to live in a time where there's the Reach of Geula. Otherwise, none of us would have ended up coming here in the first place. But what that means on a panimi level, and how to give that over, how to teach that, how to live that, how to daven that, how to make that the ikar of our lives, is what we hope to Bezrat Hashem accomplish over a two-year process with these beautiful neshamas that are up to a very ambitious task. We know this is a very ambitious program. The guys know that very well. Some of the interviewers, the people we were interviewing when they heard how ambitious this program really is, you, you could tell already, wow, it really is demanding, not just in time, but also in kishkas. It's a very demanding program. But we think, we really found the first six initial launches of this program that, are, that share that besorah, that want to learn more about that besorah, and that have given, really, uh, have given it a lot of thought, and Baruch Hashem accepted our acceptance, and are beginning to move here, Bezrat Hashem, this Elul. In order to do this whole task, I just have to mention that um, the team that we have behind the scenes over here, my sister, Michal, running it the way that she, that only she's gifted in this incredible way, overseeing the whole project, project from a director's uh, view has just been incredible. Moshe Pollack, who is our administrator of the Machon, has, just, has been literally exactly what these families need. And Baruch Hashem, 
and Alex is here. Alex Avraham, who I guess, what's the best way to say the official? What is it written over here? We have it over here. Family welcoming coordinator, which is just as important as all the other things we mentioned as well. We want to give these families a sense of, you're not orchim, you're not guests. You are joining a family that's here to be, to really take you to wherever you need to be taken to. Let me just share with you briefly about the structure of the program. The mornings, the chevr are going to be learning every morning from 9.30 to 1.15. The Beis Medrash program, and you'll hear more about that from Rabbi Bronstein in a second. At the break, and then they come back again at 3 p.m. From 3 to 6 p.m. is an afternoon seder. And that's where I get to have some nice fun with them a few afternoons a week. Two afternoons a week, really. Where we're going to be delving into the panemius of, of all the Hasidic masters and the world of Rav Kook. Specifically focusing around this inyan of Torah's Eretz Yisrael, but also the inyanim of Tikkun HaNefesh, of, of what it means to be in touch with yourself in a really deep place, to be that leader that can relate to people, and that people can relate to him. Just as important as the morning, as the morning learning as well. In addition to those two afternoons a week that they'll be doing that with me, they're going to be having one afternoon a week where they're going to have an afternoon to either mashlim their learning from the mornings, or some of them are in the middle of bechinas for their own smichas to dedicate towards that. And another afternoon a week will be, uh, it, they'll be involved with communal work, communal learning. And we're right now in touch with Orot Tzion Banim who want to get involved. Um, that's just the beginning, and hopefully also to have them involved with the, uh, how do you say, the, the Gimlaim, the, um, the Vatikim, sorry, the senior citizen community here in Efrat. Um, that's even with, uh, without us even really reaching out too much, but I am in touch with all the Rabbanim of the community, and everyone feels excited and sees this as an opportunity for them as well to find their place and involvement. The, the Avrichim will have a few nights a week, night, night Seder, where they will hopefully begin opening Chaburas, Chavrusas with members of the community um, between 8 and 9, finishing with our 9 p.m. Mariv to be reinstituted uh, uh, in Elul, the time comes. As well as, and, and this is a really a bigger picture that's already started to take Tznufa, is that we are networking with a number of communities throughout the country that want this. They want a taste of it. Toby and I had the schluss of going to Tel Aviv a few weeks ago for Shabbos for one of these communities. A fire community. What do I mean by that? So much or so much ratzon, and no leadership. This is the case we're finding to see came out throughout the whole country. That's why we have guests every single Shabbos of people looking for this that like where they live, but want, want this dugma. They want this ruach. And it's only growing. It's only growing more and more and more. That passion, that ratzon. People want pnimios. People want depth. People want to have their children feel like they could relate to someone that can't not... It's not only that he could teach them how to get through how to lay in a blad gemara. Or how to teach the girls certain achilchot fila. People want to feel that their children have role models, that they have dmuyot they could feel really inspired by. And... This chever, the, the chever that we're starting off with, these are dmuyot, these are figures, these are characters that you'll see, as you get, to, you get to meet them, they have this, they have this in them. So our hopes, and pl- our hopes and dreams is that already in the next few months, we will begin to send one family per month to each of these communities to basically give them the keys already and say, yalla, test drive it. 
Uh, it's very important to mention, I said this to the chavah that I interviewed and that I kept on me. We spent many hours with each family. It's not a yeshiva, it's not a hezdi yeshiva, and it's not a regular kolel. These are families. Most of them have children by now, I think. Uh, half of them? Half of them already have kids. We know things come up. We know life is life. So we understand that we're not dealing here with an 18-year-old that's trying to figure out what do I want to do in this, in, 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 in this life. These are people that are committed to Tzorchi Tzibur of Am Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's, a, it's dreamy to find like-minded people like this. It's humbling. I sit in their presence and I'm just... I'm very humbled. I'm very humbled. I'm humbled by this whole thing. I'm humbled by the whole thing. That's in a nutshell what this schedule is going to be for them. The involvement, mitzad the kihila, like, like Toby was mentioning before, having that cold Torah in, in, in our midst from morning to night is, is thrilling. It's, it's a thrilling and it's needed. It's needed big time. We, you will get to know them over the next few months. We will get to see the synergy of the two. And as much as we developed a frame for what this looks like, we understand this is very organic. This is, very, this is a pioneer movement. It's a besora. It's a tremendous besora to the world. But we're just so excited and have a lot of emuna in the process. And without the help of the kihila, without the help of our chaverim and chaverot, there's no way that, you know, we could have gone until, until now, and I have such hakar satov, and I can go on and on with that. But we hope to continue this ruach that I spoke about right now very briefly and take it to the next level, ma'atchala, and, and inviting everyone to find their way in participating and to also brainstorm with us as well. Because we're, this is all, we're all in this together. So I'm so honored, Bemet, I'm honored, and I'm... Uh, I have such a karasatov. I, I found a friend. I found a real friend. And um, it's a schus to have you here, Rabbi Yosef. And I pray, Bezat Hashem, that everyone gets the taste from your Mayanos HaChochma. And we should, have, we should have tremendous Hatzlacha and Simcha in this endeavor together. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone to stand up? I project better understanding. And um, after that introduction, I'm not exactly sure what to say. But. First of all, just thank you to the Jerusalem for opening up your home. Um, now, I guess I could publicly thank Joel, Rabbi Joel, for giving a, when I was in ninth grade in MTA, um, Joel gave a, a volunteer lunch here in a classroom on the side, which I came to probably two times a week. Um, I don't know what I was doing the, the other lunches, but um, probably I was meditating on the rooftop of MTA or something like that. Um, but um, there's definitely a lot of drugs going, there's definitely a lot of psychedelics going around there. But, but either way, not the lunch year, no. But either way, thank you, Joel, for, the, for volunteering your time to us. And it was great, Havra. And it really, it really gave me a sense of what learning on a volunteer basis of, of my own volition could be like. It could be enjoyable and it, and it could be great. Um, and thank you to Rav Shlombo. I'm usually a very cautious person which I'll explain in a second, it was why this whole endeavor for me was, is very, 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 very out of character. Um, it usually takes me a very long time to feel like I have a friend but I, I, and a teacher, but it's really been unbelievable. I met Rishlomo six months ago, and I really, whatever Rishlomo said about me is, is mutual, but I think I would add, I think the, the proportion between friend and teacher, for me, is more teacher than friend, but it's really been, really been an amazing journey together, and the journey hasn't even started yet, so, so thank, you, thank you very much. Um, and for those of you that were here the Shabbos, my, my, my wife and, fa- and I and my family came for Shabbos. Thank you, Ari and Shira, for hosting us. 
Um, I think that I'm really, really excited. I'm excited, my family's excited for becoming a little bit part of the Shirat David Zayed Efrat community. Um, people were, were so warm, were so giving. It was such an amazing, positive vibe in the shul. Rav Shlomo was even sick that Shabbos, so he wasn't around. But it, it, it's really, really, like what Tony was saying, coming from other communities, both in America and, and in Israel, um, you really do have something special here. And it was amazing for me to see that, to feel that, and to hopefully be, be a little bit part of that, even though we won't be moving to Efrat, but still be Yet. a little bit part. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, we live in Beit Shemesh. On, uh, the, my caveat is that my wife has three siblings who live in the walking distance. I have a sister that lives in the walking distance. I don't count the number of cousins my kids have on a regular shop. It's just filing through. Um, if you could, if you could um, replicate that in a frat, I think would, at a reasonable price, I think we'd be very happy. We give you the template. I think we'd be very happy to move here, but um, but that that's that's our reality as of now. Uh, considering I'm the outsider here, I think everybody here probably lives in a frat and more or less knows each other. I should give a brief introduction and then and then speak a little bit about the concept of Torah Torah Israel and how it's embodied in the, and how it's embodied in this kollel. So. One of, the th- one of the things I like about Israel is that in any official ceremony, when people light the Masu'ot at Yom Matzimot, or when people get sworn into the Knesset, you don't just say, I am X. It's always, I am this person, and here my, my, the child of um, somebody and somebody. I feel like that's very, very telling. When people get sworn into the American Congress, it's just, I, Yosef Ronstein, solemnly swear, or whatever it is. Here, it's always, I am the child of. So I am the child of Rabbi Chaim and Brenda Bronstein. Um, amazing parents. We have, I have amazing siblings. We grew up in Farakwe, New York. In terms of my education, I'm more or less the Yeshiva University product through and through. My father works for Yeshiva University. My mother is a librarian. Um, I am the cross of what you get from a, an administrator of the Sneaker program and a, and a, and a librarian. I'm a rabbi who feels more comfortable with books than people, basically. Um, and my, my entire education was in the Yeshiva University setting. I went to MTA, which is Yeshiva University's high school. I went to YU, and I came to Israel to learn. I ended up learning here for several years. I learned in Gush, in Karabiyavna, in Merkaz Arav. I spent some, time, spent some time in the mirror. I tried hopping around, and then after I hopped around enough for three and a half years, I got a little bit lonely, and all my entire family and social circle was back in YU. I went back to YU. I was there for the next probably 13 years. I don't want to count. I did undergraduate, undergrad, I did an undergraduate degree, I did smicha, I did, um, I did the kolel, I did graduate school. Baruch Hashem, I ended up getting a doctorate in, in Mechkar Talmud, in Talmudic studies, which is not directly relevant for, for, the, for this kolel, but if anybody wants to know the Greek origin of Talmudic words, we can talk about that afterwards, and things of that sort. Um, not something which will become a regular part of Morning Seder, but something that is, something that is, that is part of my background. Um, my initial idea of how to make a pranasa in Israel was to try to get a professor job. I was an academic until I contacted somebody in the university here and they told me, Yosef, I think you have what it takes, but our entire department would have to die of a plague tomorrow for us to even consider somebody from the outside, um, which I don't wish upon anybody. So I did not, that, that, that ended up not happening. Um, I, was, I started teaching in Yeshiva University. And then as these things go, just as I was offered a full-time job, well, we made Aliyah. Um, so I made Aliyah six years ago, which was, other than marrying Batya, was the best decision of, of my life. Um, and and we, we've been living here for six blessed years. We live in Beit Shemesh, surrounded, surrounded by family. I teach, I taught, past tense now, in MMY for several mornings a week. I teach for Yeshiva University online. And at Baruch Hashem, I've had some writing positions. I was able to put out a Rosalvech's Gemara Shirim on Masakas Kedushin, Rishimu Shirim Masakas Kedushin. I have a book coming out about the Lubavitch Rebbe, which I was able to do in conjunction with, with some friends at, at, at 770, so God willing, that will be coming out soon. And I was loving Barak Hashem, I was very happy. Writing, teaching, family, everything was great. 
and then comes the great disruptor. Um, and Rav Shlomo, in our first meeting, I walked in very skeptical because Baruch Hashem, my life was my life was great, um, and everything everything was everything was fine, and things were smooth. I know you hit that point in Aliyah where you just feel like you're coasting, where it's not like every day is a crisis; it's like every other day is a crisis, um, and th- things are going well. Um, and then all of a sudden, Rav Shlomo starts telling me about this vision of Machon, which at that point didn't have a name, and something in it spoke to me. Um, and again, I'm usually a very skeptical, nervous person about, about new ideas, but the more I spoke to Rav Shlomo, I think we probably had six very long conversations between Beit Shemesh and Efrat and various places, the idea behind this kodel, the need for it, the idea behind it, the way it was going, the way it was going to come to fruition, and the fact that Rav Shlomo was the right person to, to start it and lead it, all really became extremely, extremely concretized in my, in my mind. And then slowly but surely, Shlomo pulled his magic, and all of a sudden, we were interviewing Avraham, and I, we had, I think I interviewed, I, I had initial conversations with around 20 different people, where, where Baruch Hashem, we're down to six amazing people, and the program is, is gonna be housed by your community. Thank you for that, starting, start, starting with Shkodesh El. So what made me so excited about this program? So first of all, as what Rishlamo said, is the need. I live in a community that is not like Shirat David. I live in a community where there are so many amazing people, but the number of kihilos with real rabbinic leadership is very few and far between, particularly in the Dati Lumi community. Um, there, and I, I, I feel it. I feel it with myself. I feel it with my children. I feel it with, feel it with other families. You have amazing families coming together to form a shul, but that glue, that rabbinic leadership, which A, binds people together into a kahila, and also is the pulse star, makes people grow and think, think about more. How could I get more out of this life? How could I serve Hashem in more, in, in more innovative ways? Is there something lacking without somebody or somebody, without somebody at the helm? So the need for this really, really spoke to me. When our Shlomo started describing the vision of it, I'm like, this is exactly Torah Eretz Yisrael. And, 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 and let me explain. According to, according to the way what Rav Kook explains is that the Torah parallels Am Yisrael. When Am Yisrael is in Galas, they're Mufuzar Mufarad bin Hamim. They're scattered. They're dispersed. They have different communities in different places. The Torah also is dispersed. It's broken up into different genres, different types of Torah, different types of people, different different different, different layers, and it's also broken up among different different parts of Klai Yisrael. What this Machon is trying to do is really embody Taurus Eretz Israel to create a cadre of Taurus Eretz Israel leadership for the next generation. What does it mean to bring the Torah back together, to bring, create a holistic Torah, a natural Torah, a Torah that's unified? So just look at the schedule of the program. On the very basic level, you have Nikola and Nistar. You have Shlomo teaching Panimios, and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I, will, I will be teaching the Nigla part, the Gemara Laka part, as well, and as, as in compelling of a fashion, as our, as our, Shlomo, te- as our Shlomo teaches the Nistar. That, that combination of real hardcore Gemara Halacha with real hardcore spirituality, ideas about the Nefesh, ideas about Arat Yisrael, ideas about the Neshama, ideas about Kaddish Baruch, ideas about Am Yisrael, that is going to mutually reinforce each other. It's going to create a product that is so much more than the sum of its parts. I, in YU, I had the ability to learn chasidos under certain people and gemara under other people. They are totally, totally disparate parts of the institution, to different locations, and each side was a little bit 
little cautious. Like, what are you doing learning? The, what are you doing learning that other thing? If you're the Gemara Bayim, we're a little bit, little, little bit hesitant about my interest in Chasidus. People are learning Chasidus from. We're like, why are you so involved in Gemara? It's very dry. It's boring. None of those words. But that was the sentiment I was getting. Here, front and center, you need both. You need a unified Torah. The ideas of Nigla and Nistar are going to come together, reinforce each other, and it's going to create something very, very beautiful. A second unity that is going to exist is between Limud and Masa, between learning and the world of action. We, throughout, if you, throughout even the world of Machshav and Pimius, you have this tension between the, and the need to always be learning, the need to stay in the Beis Medrash, and the need to do things in the outside world. This call of front and center says we're going to take people that are learning. Some of them actually have actually been working for a couple of years, are now coming back to Beis Medrash. But we're going to take people, give them a schedule that is mostly in the Beis Medrash, but there's so much activity, there's so much action, there's so much things that they're going to be doing on the outside. That achdos between Limud and Maisa, between the world of learning, the intellectual world, the emotional world, and the world of just doing things, being active, creating a community, teaching, helping people, is something that, again, is front and center, and is something that is going to be ingrained, ingrained in the everything. So we spoke about Nikola and Nistar, we spoke about Limud and Masa. But another core aspect of Taurus Eretz Israel, and with this, with this, with this, I'll, with this I'll conclude, is Taurus Eretz Israel is about bringing Am Yisrael together. Rav Kook in Orota Torah, in Parak Beis, has this line that on the one hand is so intuitive, but on the other hand is such a huge chiddush, which was never, never said before, that Limonat Torah Lishma, learning Torah for its own sake, is learning Torah for the sake of Am Yisrael. That means that it's the type of Torah that is supposed to bring people together. It's the type of Torah that is supposed to form a kehila. It's the type of Torah that gives kokos, new kokos, gives life more meaning and more, and more, and more satisfaction, more, more spirituality to the average person on the street. Uh, it's not the type of Torah that if you look at certain streams of Jewish thought, the yeshiva is like a teva. The yeshiva is like the, the world on the outside is filled with storms and it's dangerous. And every, every, every time you walk outside, you, it might be necessary because you have to teach, but you always have to be careful and you have your warning signals not to be on. Who knows what's going to happen to you when you're on the outside interacting with the average Jewish person on the street? No. Torah's Eretz Israel is about trusting Am Yisrael. It's a type of Torah that gives kokos to Am Yisrael. It's a type of Torah where you feel like you can learn from every single Jew. Like Rav Kook says, the Ba'at Yamim, we're not going to need teachers. We're not going to need Rabbeim. Everybody is going to be a wellspring of their own Torah, and everybody's going to be teaching everybody, and everybody's going to be, everybody's going to be both a teacher and a student at the same time. We just, have, we just have Parshish Korach. Korach says, Kikali da kulam kedoshim of Zoham of Zoham Hashem. Maduot is nastu akal Hashem. Korach is like, Moshe, we don't need rabbinic leadership. Everybody's holy. And Rabbi Tzadok Akoyin of Oblin says, he was talking messianically. He was just, he was just, he was just preempt, he was just, uh, he, he was just uh, prefiguring what was supposed to happen 3,000 years later. What we need in this transition period of the Geula is people that understand the Torah is for Am Yisrael. The Torah is for people. The Torah is supposed to bring people together, and there's something to learn from everybody, and the Torah is supposed to be embedded within a community. And that's why we're so, that's why this kollel is not on the, not on, the uh, on the sides of a community, on the appendix to a community, a tangentially related to a community. It is in a community, because Torah is for everybody. You need a center, you need a core, but ultimately it's supposed to be for everybody. And it's supposed to, the Torah is supposed to bring, bring that achtos to Akilah, bring that, bring that achtos to Am Yisrael. And if we could produce several people that after this kollel have that mindset and could go to Kehilos and have a type of Torah that brings people together and elevates people, 
then Ashrenu, I think I think we've really accomplished some we really accomplished accomplished something great, and I've been davening for that every day since uh, since I accepted this position. Thank you, thank you, thank you.